Welcome back to Technotopia, the podcast about a better future. I'm John Biggs. Today on the show, we have Tamara McCleary. She's a business futurist. This is Technotopia. Technotopia is also sponsored by Jaywalk. Jaywalk is a new app that pays you to walk. You can try it out at jaywalk.me. It's created by me, John Biggs, and a few of my friends. Jaywalk.me, please check it out. This episode of Technotopia is brought to you by Typewriter.plus. Typewriter.plus is a full-service editorial agency that brings amazing editors from places like the New York Times and TechCrunch to work on your writing. Need a blog post, a white paper, a presentation? The Typewriter team can write or edit anything on nearly any topic. Visit them at Typewriter.plus for a free quote. That's Typewriter.plus. Typewriter.plus. Welcome back to Technotopia, the podcast about a better future. I'm John Biggs. To the show, we have Tamara McCleary. She's the CEO of Thulium.co. Uh, Thulium sounds fascinating. It, it's what, what 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 are you guys up to? Yeah, I mean, uh, so it's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. We are a social media analytics and strategy company, and we're all about driving smart social. So, so social media for positive business outcomes and growth using analytics and award-winning storytelling. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in terms of uh, in terms of what you guys are looking at in terms of the future, uh, how would you define your scope, I guess, or what are you guys looking at specifically? What we're looking at is uh, we work in the B2B and enterprise space. Mm-hmm. And so these are, you know, a little bit more challenging to reach a target audience than say B2C, right? So, you know, uh, B2C being, you know, the retail or the consumer can do a lot of different things that say enterprise in the financial services or healthcare industry are restricted um, in how they can message and what they can message about. So what we do is we apply um, storytelling that harnesses the power of analytics to know and find out where their target audience is, what kind of conversations they're having. And so we're creating thought leadership for brands by helping them to enter into those important conversations with their target audience, but also then measuring the actions that their target audience takes. So we're able to measure click-throughs to, say, white papers or websites and find out where those folks went. Are they consuming the content? And, you know, as you know, and I know, but a lot of organizations don't know is it's less about broadcasting how great your product or service is. And it's more about entering the conversation around the challenges and problems and then offering creative solutions uh, without you know, it being really pitchy. Mm-hmm. So storytelling really is alive and well. I mean, all of us are attracted to stories, whether or not we work in an enterprise or not, um, because we're human beings. And so it's applying the right kind of messaging the right kind of stories to the exquisite analytics in the background to be able to track and measure your spend because you know marketing dollars are precious mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you have a budget you want to be able to track how that budget um, not only lead gen pieces of that business but also what portion of those closed sales had something to do with your social media campaign mm-hmm. so so that's for tracking okay that's interesting so how does the, how do we how do we tell stories in the future how do we tell uh, especially complex stories i mean you're dealing with enterprise you're dealing with b2b kind of stuff 
how do you tell those stories to uh, people who may not understand what it means that Facebook uh, leaked 50,000, uh, 50 million uh, account credentials or that your company is doing something cool, but nobody knows about it? How do you tell that story in a, in a world that's basically sac uh, saturated? That's such a great question, John. I mean, that, that is the question. And, you know, what we do is we apply something that's, I would say, been around since ancient times, right? So we're using old wisdom with a new twist. Mm -hmm. And that is we're applying the storytelling method of the hero's journey. Um, so, you know, everything, you know, Star Wars is a great example of a movie that was um, written around how to tell this type of story. And so the hero's journey is uh, about casting that target audience as the hero. And so we have a methodology that we use in using this hero's journey because every single movie that's been a blockbuster or a timeless classic and hit has used this formula. So we transformed using this formula into the BB enterprise space with storytelling in short bits on social media. Because as you know, social media is short, quick, and it's an ongoing story. And what most organizations do un unknowingly is they cast themselves as the hero in the story, mm -hmm. right? Our mm -hmm. great product, our great service. Here's how we can solve your problems. But that's... That's the wrong approach. In fact, that approach will get no one to pay attention. And what you want to do is you want to engage. Well, how do you engage? You flip it. You cast your target audience as your hero. Hmm. And you begin talking with them, not to them. You begin engaging in these two-way dialogues. You begin engaging those that are involved in the conversation. It could be journalists. It could be influencers. It could be you know, depending on who your target is, if it's say, if it's the, the CIO, you're, you're engaging where they happen to be and what they're invested in. And you're talking about their problems, not your great solution. Um, and so if you're focusing on their problems and you're talking about the challenge sets, and then once you're talking about the challenge, then you're also talking about solutions in plural. And what I mean by that is in today's world with technology, Anyone, you and I, John, we both know that any company that tells us they are the end-all, be-all, and they can solve every problem, immediately, what do you do? You, you roll your eyes. Mm -hmm. You're like, that's, that's so not a true story, right? Because in today's world, there isn't a one-stop one shop. In fact, it's usually more realistic to say, we have solutions to difficult challenges through working with an ecosystem of partners. And for me, the, the, the way you do the hero's journey appropriately is not only casting that target market as the hero, but you begin pulling in your ecosystem of partners as mentors and leaders and guides. And you start talking about the great things that other people are doing as well. Mm -hmm. Because there is power in not being a narcissistic brand or company. You know, the old way doesn't work anymore. What, what people want to see, what they're willing to engage with, what they're willing to listen to is the truth, is the unvarnished truth. It's authenticity. It's vulnerability. It's saying, you know what? We don't have all the answers, but here's some really cool solutions we've come up with. 
And oh, by the way, so-and-so is doing this and so-and-so is doing that. So you're pulling in what others are doing as well. And you're pulling in those other voices, those other organizations, those other influencers, those other journalists who are really doing a good job capitalizing on talking about not only the challenges, but solutions. You're pulling in those analysts and highlighting them. So it's really this amalgamation of storytelling through the lens of various perspectives so that the light isn't just cast on your brand, but rather the light is cast upon your target audience and you are positioning your brand as the thought leader, the driver of the conversation, mm -hmm. who's willing to talk about all the challenges that are not yet solved, as well as some of the creative solutions, what it's all about the target audience instead of all about the brand. Hmm. Okay. So, I mean, I think the, I don't want to get too deep into, into marketing talk, but I think this is, this is something interesting, especially for like a, a startup, um, a startup company and all that other good stuff. So, I mean, one of the things when I talk to folks, uh, who are building stuff, they say that they don't have any time to tell these stories. Um, <laughs> so aside from basically hiring you, what's the, what are some of the best practices that that if I'm making some kind of cool new robot and I don't want to deal with PR, I don't want to deal with uh, marketing, what are some best practices to use just so I can get at least the modicum of the story out there? Because stories change products as they, as they grow, right? So that's, uh, that's one thing, way to think about it. Yeah, I mean, it's a great question. I mean, it's, I think all of us right now, John, are tapped for time, right? Mm -hmm. That's the one resource we don't have enough of. So I think all of us can relate to being strapped for time and, you know, to one solution, if you've, you know, if you're a startup company and you've got this great robot robotic product, the thing to remember is, you know, it's not about how great your robot product is. It's about how many people know about it. Mm -hmm. So is it too expensive for you not to take the time to focus on marketing and storytelling or is it one of my favorite online services audible is offering our listeners a free audio book with a 30-day trial membership just go to audible.com slash tno or text tno to 500 500 to get started you can check out my book marie antoinette's watch on audible get it for free and download it and start listening immediately it's that easy go to audible.com slash tno or text tno to 500 500 no, to get started. You know, I'm wild about technology. I'm steeped into the, the tech field. However, I have to cross over into marketing because there's no way we're going to launch any of these great products and services without people knowing about it. So to tap into that is to look at how are we letting people know about this? How, what are we doing currently? So take an audit of what you're currently doing so that you know where to start. And then to your point, how do you make it simplistic from the get-go? Is go back to your original roots of the why. Why did you create this robot? Why did you create this, this service? And get passionate about it and then find out, okay, here's our why. What challenge or problem are we solving? And for whom are we solving it? Mm -hmm. Now you at least know where to go with your limited time to tell your stories because instead of blasting it out to the world, you're going to become very strategic about reaching the folks that are really wrestling with the challenge that your robot or your service um, you know, makes uh, easier for them. So how are you making their life easier? 
start there, focus there, and you know, drill down to a level of specificity with who you're communicating your message to so that you're not A, diluting your marketing dollars, or B, spending precious time becoming very popular, but with no conversions. Mm-hmm. Because you see, for a positive business outcome on social media, it's never about popularity. It's about, are you reaching your certain target segment, which is why it's important for the analytics, but are there conversions? For us, it's always about driving positive business outcomes and not about popularity. Interesting. Okay. So let's go a little bit more esoteric. What do you think the future looks like uh, in 20 years? Not specifically in terms of B2B marketing, but in terms of just your life, I guess. You know, I think everything's changed in 20 years. Uh, You know, we are already emerging technologies such as artificial intelligence, you know, paired with machine learning, robotics, 3D printing, blockchain technologies, all of these things are emerging and soon to really disrupt, you know, the world as we knew it. So it's kind of like, you know, it's the end of the world Mm -hmm. as you know. (laughs) It's totally that, right? I mean, all bets are off. Um, 20 years, a lot's going to happen in 20 years. Just think about it. It wasn't that long ago that we didn't have an iPhone. Mm-hmm. And that's not even 20 years, right? So think about how much is going to change and how much is going to change with the you know, the 5G coming on board yep. and um, decreasing those latency periods that are holding us back with e-mobility and autonomous vehicles and with augmented reality really being infused into our everyday experience. You know, I think in 20 years, social media for us will be an augmented experience. Um, You know, I don't think we're going to be looking at computer screens. I don't think we're going to have mobile phones. We won't need them. We won't have to have a physical device because we will have the technology to support a more mixed reality setting within our lives so that you're not going to have to worry about dropping your phone, losing your phone or replacing your computer it's these are going to be obsolete in 20 years. Mm-hmm. I think that we will definitely have um, robo bosses. We will have <laughs> um, colleagues who are AI. We will have a different kind of workforce. I believe in 20 years there will be a huge displacement of workers due to artificial intelligence. As well as, yes, there will be jobs created, but the reality is, what is the level of job being created? And are all citizens able to rise to that level? I don't think so. I think there'll be a greater delineation between classes. I think there'll be those that have the intellectual property and the drive and the desire and the willingness to upskill themselves into available positions. But I also believe that there are going to be a lot of positions that are better served by artificial intelligence that will leave some without without jobs. And that's the truth. I don't want to sugarcoat it because mm-hmm. I think if we only talk about the high side, we're not based in reality. We know where there is dark, there is light. Where there is up, there is down. You know, as above, so below. There is always a duality to everything. So it is impossible and it defies all the laws of the universe for us to say that only all good will come out of technology. 
It's not possible. There will be a shadow side. Technotopia is also sponsored by Jaywalk. Jaywalk is a new app that pays you to walk. You can try it out at jaywalk.me. It's created by me, John Biggs, and a few of my friends. Jaywalk.me, please check it out. Every single one of us. And if we're not becoming a part of this conversation, then I say we cannot complain later when we wake up and we don't like the world that we are walking into. I mean, that's the, that's the interesting point. It's the, like the generation now, sort of, I guess the baby boomers, they, they made this, they made the world that we're walking into right now, but they still don't like it to, to a degree, right? Well, isn't that the human condition? I we were so. complainers by nature. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how many of, of, of us and you two listeners, whoever's listening in, how many of us have ever been in a relationship? Mm-hmm. I mean, does a relationship exist without complaining? No. I mean, there, I mean, I think it's human nature to want what we want and then not realize that what we wanted isn't really what we truly desire, right? So, you know, part of the conundrum is it's murky vision. We don't know the consequences of 